Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Hi, everyone. This is Q. And I'm M. And we're back to cover the Great British Syllabub. <laughs> I had to look up what a syllabub was because I was like, this is a funny word. Me too. It's very fun to say. It turns out it's a British dessert that is whipped cream, a little sugar, a little citrus, a little wine and liquor. Sounds very good. It does. I got to have myself a syllabub. Mm. Mm. Um, what did you think of this episode? It was good. I liked it a lot too. I, I thought it was big off returning to status quo. Returning to normal. We had some questionable episodes. <laughs> the last two episodes have been really weird. And this yeah. one is a regular, just good, big off episode. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. I liked what happened in it. Well, mm. I like that a new challenger emerges. Oh. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say they emerges. They've been there the whole time. But okay. they've made the presence this week. Mm-hmm. Kind of a change up. Yeah. 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 Good change up. Yeah, I'm for it. desserts week that's the theme of the week right desserts yes it almost seems like the theme of the week is pudding (laughs) because i kept referencing pudding yeah 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 and i I still think of like an american pudding like you know jello pudding but that's not the type of pudding that they're making no no i like american pudding American pudding is just or as we call it, a pudding. glop <laughs> of something. Right. Their type of pudding has like pastry on the outside. There's usually some kind of filling, some maybe some suets. Or... Have you had their kind of pudding before? I think once there's a there's a restaurant that has like um, English breakfast. Oh okay. It's like downtown, and then mm-hmm. I think they also have like a, a Yorkshire pudding there sometimes. Oh, okay. I've had it once. It's okay. pretty good. I thought you had it from Trader Joe's. <laughs> the go-to I mean, for all. If, <laughs> I'm sure they make a mean Yorkshire pudding at Trader Joe's <laughs> in okay. the frozen aisle. <laughs> That's where I was going with that. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. Let's get into the intro. Matt says his favorite dessert is syllabub. And they said this was either invented by syllabub Geldorf, which I didn't get that reference. Yeah. But they did say syllabub Marley. And I was like, oh, Bob Marley. Did get that. Did get that one. Yeah. <laughs> And then Prue comes by and tells the boys to stop being so syllabub. So in this place, it's being replaced for silly. Mm, mm. And then they welcome, or Prue welcomes everyone to the great British syllabub. I liked it. I liked it too. (laughs) Much better than the last, I would say, couple. (laughs) Well, yeah, we can't. Nice, sweet, short, it's funny. Prue's saying a funny word. I don't think, I don't, we're not talking about last week anyway. Nope. So, yeah. Nope. No, okay. just scratch it from our memories. <laughs> so yeah, it was good. It was good. Punny. We like puns. Uh-huh. Short. Yep. I know you like short. It was just missing that musical element. <laughs> 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 I thought it was good though. What was the opening of the last season? The opening for last the, season? The icky, breaky tart or something. Oh, that was one of them. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> My icky, breaky tart. That was not your favorite, but... <laughs> Went on too long. Anyway, we heard from some of the bakers. Oh, Extended Yanusha's. remix for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yanusha's, we're halfway through. 
He's excited about Pudding Week. I'm like, it's not Pudding Week, Janush. It's Syllabub Desserts Week. week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a Syllabub Week. <laughs> Shabir says, only eight bakers left. Judges are going to be more critical. Carol says, I think the judges have faith in me, which is nice, dot, dot, dot. Maxie says, I've gotten a handshake. Two star bakers. Hopefully, I'll be up there again. Like, Maxie, you're doing very well <laughs> halfway into the season. Yeah. Sandro says, I'm just going to try to finish on time and have a finished product, which is a good approach. Right? Mm-hmm. And then we are into the signature bake. All right. For the signature bake of Desserts Week, the bakers are tasked with making eight steamed puddings, which must be served with an accompaniment. Why am I having trouble saying that word? Because it's tough to say. Accompaniment. And we should have just went with it and didn't revisit. It has to be served with a side. (laughs) (laughs) Eight steamed puddings served with a side. The bakers get two hours. We get some notes from Paul and Prue. Paul says, this is a Christmas pudding, which is why we're doing it before Halloween. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween week. I know. That's next week. It's very exciting. It is. James, can't wait. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's so sad. I know. That's true. I know. James didn't make it to Halloween week. Yeah. Just like last year, Freya didn't make it to vegetarian week. Right. And then Will didn't make it to bread week. It was all about bread, apparently. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Paul says the UK makes some of the best uh, steamed puddings. Prue says she would like to see an old-fashioned triacle sponge along with creative sponges. And they say the beauty of a steamed pudding is in the moisture. They would not like to see a dry sponge. Mm. Alternately, they would not like to see a raw sponge. Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So our first baker up is Abdul. Abdul is making fig and date puddings, which contain fig and date, of course. Also white chocolate figs and saffron and cardamom custard. That's the side or the accompaniment. I'm just going to say side from here on (laughs) out. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, uh, Abdul said he wants to up his decoration game, so he adds like little flowers and like an isomalt topping. And I'm like, Abdul, if this was your goal this episode, you did very well because mm-hmm. your bakes looked very pretty this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. During judging, the judges said that his uh, puddings certainly looked Middle Eastern and they were very pretty. After tasting it, they say the saffron and caramel look very beautiful or work very beautiful with each other. The fig and date are lovely. Overall, very moist and delicious. So, Abdul getting a strong start in Desserts Week. Yeah, he's he's made a comeback. Yeah. Since being ill, right? Yeah. yeah. Opposite of Rebs. All right, up next we have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go there. Up next we have Carol. She's making My Little Beauties. We're going to learn that there's a flaw in the name. All right. Right <laughs> off the bat, we see her burning her plums, which is not a good start so her steamed her steamed puddings are going to feature a plum compote caramelized plums really caramelized flavored with ginger and topped with (laughs) chantilly cream which she called chinchilly cream i loved it Uh chinchilly cream yeah with a custard paul says that he wants to see good things from her no mess ups Uh uh-huh unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) 
We have disaster. Disaster、yeah. strikes right away. So the water in her steam bath was not quite hot enough. Just like it, me at night. And it was severe. <laughs> <laughs> this, this whole episode is about just pushing forward. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yep.、Uh, let's visit that. What do you mean by that? Well, like sometimes when I take a bath, the water's not hot enough. Oh, okay. I didn't want to give that imagery straight to the listeners, but now you guys have it. Do it.、Mm. Do with that imagery what you will. Okay. <laughs> well, let's see if you end up like Carol Steenbrook. <laughs> okay. It's so <laughs> now I need to regroup because all I can think about is okay. So. <laughs> Her water in the steam bath was not hot enough, and it did not bake properly. Right? Correct. It, it was severely underbaked. It looked like a clump of oatmeal to me. It did. Basically, yeah. There were a few that had some shape to them, but the majority of them were kind of like blobs. Yeah. Would you say? Yep. All right. During judging, though, Paul says that、uh, he's going to be kind and pick one that's semi-done. Yeah, he's trying to be nice. Yeah. He does say that it tastes delicious. That the sharpness from the plums works really well. Prue says it's just the pudding that didn't get cooked. It's heartbreaking, really. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to tell, other than the drawing, what it was supposed to look like. Yeah, we have a couple of that of those things going on this episode. Yeah. So, uh, just not a good start, especially when she specifically was like, "No mess ups." Yeah, and hers is the only one that didn't form like. The form wasn't there. Everyone else's, it looked like the form was there. Yeah, at least some form. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunate. Yeah, rough.、Uh, next, we have Don. Don's making traditional steamed puddings, which、uh, contain caramelized apples and candied orange peel. Apparently, a traditional、uh, steamed pudding contains apple and orange, which sounds very delicious and refreshing. She's also、uh, serving a side of creme anglaise, which is very popular in the signature around there. Everyone's doing creme anglaise. So、um, <laughs> when Paul first greets her, he says, "Good morning, Mom." Kind <laughs> <Which is laughs> of weird, Paul.、Huh. That's a weird thing to say to someone in the tent. Yeah. To which Don says, "I'm not that much older <laughs> than you." Dot. <laughs> dot. 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 Not that much older than you, Paul. <laughs> which is a good comeback, I think.、Mm-hmm. During judging, the judges say that her steamed puddings are uneven looking. Some have more toppings than others. I was like. Down, that could have been such an easy fix, you know. However, <laughs> after biting into it, they said the apple is nice and tart, which they're looking for, and that the orange goes well with it. So overall, well done on their traditional puddings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next is Yanush. Yanush. He, he's making pina colada puddings. If you like pina colada, I knew it was coming. You did not disappoint. <laughs> 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 It's gonna feature. Coconut sponges, caramelized pineapples, and pipettes of coconut rum. Pipettes, served with a coconut creme anglaise and topped with little umbrellas. It's、Cute. it's classic Yanush. I thought this was classic Yanush. Yeah, if there is a classic Yanush already, which I think there is. Classic Yanush is like it looks very pretty. It's、mm-hmm. very elaborate,、mm-hmm. and he picks one crazy flavor. That's all. They might turn off the judges, but he's gonna go for it. Right. Right. All right. During judging, Paul takes one of the pipettes and puts the coconut rum onto Prue's, and Prue said, "You probably ruined it." Then she eats it and <laughs> says, "No, you haven't." A little squabbling there from the judges. I think we were all not surprised that when you put the booze on, 
Prue is gonna like it. Yeah, it's like one <laughs> right? of the baker's like strategies throughout the whole season. We'll talk about that. That was not, that was never in question, <laughs> yeah. right? No, definitely not. Okay, Paul says that the coconut sponge is a bit like tanning lotion, so he connects it with that coconut smell. Yeah, it's like being on holiday, walking down the beach. You have a you have a certain thing with tanning lotions, yeah. Yeah, I need very specific tanning lotion because yeah. like, I get allergic reactions to it. Yeah. I was like, Paul, why did you give us this imagery of you on a beach with coconut tanning lotion? <laughs> we don't want to We don't want to think about this. Yeah. Thank goodness we now have that to override you in lukewarm water. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, listeners. Okay. This episode is just going to be full What's of happening? Weird, happening weird imagery. Okay. Paul says that he's got. The, I don't even know what Paul said anymore. Paul, he's got coconut sponge that's really sweet, and he thinks it's a bit overkill. Okay, so Paul's not too happy with the overkill of the, the coconuts. No, and we're not too happy with today's imagery. No, <laughs> where are we? I don't know. All right. Uh, next, we have Kevin. Kevin's making kuti dumplings, which contain candied peel. And actually, it's kind of like a fruitcake. That's what I learned uh, Cludy is. I like that name. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to say Cludy. Like Cludy and the Blowfish. Yeah, yeah. Good band in yeah. the 90s. Anyway, <laughs> he's serving with a side of whiskey and creme anglaise, which booze and creme anglaise sounds really good. Um, Kevin is sticking to Irish tradition with these Cludy dumplings. During judging, the judges said that uh, unfortunately his Cludy dumplings look misshapen and they look kind of messy. However, by, after biting into it, they say the flavor is good. It's dried out a bit, a little stodgy, and it needs to be lighter in texture. Um, but I guess on the good side, the flavor is good. It's just pasta's overall. You used kind of the wrong recipe for this because it just needs to be lighter overall. Yeah, it's interesting because. He talked about the density beforehand, but was it just, do you think it was too dense in comparison to everybody else's or just too dense for what it was? Both. You think it was both? <laughs> yeah, okay, I think it was okay. both. Okay. But I was like, he used the wrong recipe, so okay. um, he maybe he needed to do like a different <laughs> Irish uh, Cludy dumpling recipe. <laughs> <laughs> like the light version? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Up next, we have Maxie. Maxie's making sticky toffee puddings. We see she's making candy pecans that will top her date-laden sticky toffee puddings. She hopes her elaborate decoration will earn her star baker for the third time. Hmm. High hopes. <laughs> she, she has really high... I feel like she puts high expectations on herself, Yeah, which is kind of a good thing. And yeah. then also I think she expects... She thinks that the judges expect highly of her too. Yeah, which, which they I think do. they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's right about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so she'll be serving with a caramel sauce and it'll be topped with raspberries and whipped cream. And Maxie's another one. It's like Maxie and Yanush both aesthetically they just have really good bakes most of the time. Yeah. They, so. It's true. They're very solid. Mhm. All right. But during judging Paul says that the creams melted because it was hot in the tent that day. However, they did have good height to them. Prue said that it's moist but really sticky. It's the perfect sticky toffee texture. <laughs> I wasn't sure I was going to be able to say that. <laughs> sticky toffee texture. Yeah, three times fast. Go. Sticky toffee texture. Sticky toffee texture. Sticky toffee texture. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was good. All right. <laughs> then Paul says that there's not enough nuts to balance in there. Ultimately, it's a great eat. Well done. Mm. So I think pretty good. Yeah. But not quite perfect. Like when it comes to like grading, I think 
Maxi and Yanush, they always go anywhere from like A to B minus. Mm-hmm. But they don't drop below that. <laughs> Do you think they grade them more strictly? Or they they judge them? Like in comparison with the other bakers? Yeah. They shouldn't. I know, but do you they think they be. do? They probably do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next we have Sandro, who is kind of the, I would say the hero of this. Um, you know, there's a hero flavor that Paul's always looking for. Mm-hmm. I think Sandro is the hero of this episode. He's the hero baker. Yeah, the hero He's baker. got a lot of punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Sandro punches you, you're in a lot of trouble. That guy. Right. He doesn't need punch, punch, punch. He just no, he just needs one punch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sandro's making apple and cherry crumble puddings, which uh, of course contain apple and cherry crumble. There's also a cherry liquor, and he's serving it with a side of custard. So, uh, <laughs> Sandro and uh, I think Matt kind of talk about how they want to trick Paul into a handshake, which is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Sandro is very, he, he tells us very early on that. He wants a handshake and he wants to get Starbaker at some point. Mm-hmm. And he's very like open with like, his ambitions. He's putting it out in the universe. He is putting it out in the universe. So like when he kind of alluded to this in the early in the episode, I was like, this episode is either going to be about Sandro getting Starbaker or a handshake or Sandro not getting Starbaker or a handshake. That's mm-hmm. going to be the storyline oh, of this episode. Mm-hmm. And it, um, yeah, I mean... During judging, they say that his uh, puddings look very tempting and there's a good sponge. After biting into it, they said the cherry and apple and the blend of spices work well. The crumble is perfect. Custard is perfect. And the cherry liquor is perfect. And then they say, well done. But the whole time that they're saying this, you could feel like a tension in the air. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, is Paul going to give him a handshake? Mm-hmm. And he's saying everything like works well. And Prue is very... Very nice to all the components of his bakes. So I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe, <clears throat> maybe Prue would have given him a handshake if yeah. she had a handshake. Yeah. yeah. Prue should have something. I think yeah, we've talked about should. this before. She'll give you like a pair of like colorful, funny glasses or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, Sandro. He's mm. very close to getting a handshake, it felt like. Mm. So you're going to give me. Two and a half points for fantasy. That's no? not how that works. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, up next is Shabira. She's making watermelon steamed puddings. Mm-hmm. Her novel watermelon puddings will crack open in the steam to reveal the internal colors and seeds of an actual watermelon. <laughs> and these things are cool. Yeah. These things are really cool. Mm-hmm. They will be paired with a taro ice cream, a sweet tasting Asian vegetable, <laughs> which should complement the equally subtle watermelon watermelon right. flavor. So we're in California, and there's a lot of like places that sell like taro ice cream or taro um, flavored products. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Prue's never had taro ice cream before, and that's exciting. Mm. I eat taro ice cream all the time. They also they really do sell taro ice cream at Trader Joe's. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This, we this buy episode is not sponsored by Trader Joe's. But we're open to it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so would you agree it is a sweet <laughs> sweet tasting Asian vegetable? Yeah, I would I would agree. It's like a, a purple yam flavor. Okay. It's very delicious. Okay. And she's going to be pairing this with a caramel coconut tapioca. And also a lychee custard. There's a lot of things going on. Yeah, Shabira's 
Always going for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's, can we talk really quickly about how these things look? They look great. Like they yeah. literally look like watermelons with the stripes, the g- dark green and light green stripes. Mm-hmm. And then when it did crack in the middle, it was like a bright pink with the little black yeah. seeds in it. I remember after the bakes were done, Kevin was like, Shabir, that looks amazing. Mm. She's like, yeah, I don't know about the flavor, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk about that. So Prue says, wow, the design is amazing. She loves the way that she colored it. So when it does split, you get that watermelon inside. She says she's one clever baker and that the taro ice cream is really fragrant. Sensational. She's never had anything like it before. Mm. Then Paul says that he likes the seeds as well. They do look incredible. The watermelon essence in the pudding is just too much for him, unfortunately. Prue says it tastes a bit fake. Mm. Paul says that she overkilled it with the essence. He says that with a heavy heart. Yeah. I think if she could have just nailed the flavor. If she just used a little bit less essence, she would have been very good. If she could have saved some of that essence for a later day. (laughs) The showstopper. (laughs) More on that later. Yeah. I think what what happens here is that she gets criticism that she used too much of a certain flavor, mm-hmm. and then she thinks about it very hard, and then she that kind of influences her showstopper. Hmm. Which is like I hate that because that would that would be that if I was on Bake Off that would happen to me. Yeah. I would say something and I would like overcorrect it two hundred percent. I would say there's I not could. enough like pistachio in this and then my next bake would just be all pistachios right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just a pile of like, pistachios yeah. See? Yeah. See? how about now paul <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's all the bakers for the signature we hear from some of them after the segments sandra says i thought a handshake was almost gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> kevin says he agrees his uh, puddings were too dry shabir says i have mixed feelings there was too much watermelon essence which mm. is unfortunate and then forebodingly, Carol says, I hate technicals. <laughs> I really do. And then we get into the technical round. All right. Up next is the technical. This week it's set by Prue. And she says this is her favorite pud. So please read the recipe very carefully. <laughs> She's trolling them. We'll talk more about She's that. She's definitely trolling them. <laughs> Matt says that the judges are off to Pasha and Ibiza where they, will, where they have a residency Noel calls them DJ Sweetbread and MC Krusty Baps. On the ones and twos. (laughs) (laughs) And Paul is MC Krusty Baps, obviously. Yeah. So our bakers are tasked to make a lemon meringue pie, and they have two hours. Yep. They receive the recipe. (laughs) On the recipe is a sheet. It's a sheet of paper, and up top it says method. And then it says oven, circotherm 180 degrees Celsius, then reduced to circotherm 150 degrees Celsius. Then there's step one, make a lemon meringue pie. <laughs> <laughs> They're funny. The judges are funny for doing this. Also, that's a waste of paper. <laughs> they could have told them that verbally. <laughs> true, true. All right. So Prue tells us a little bit about the challenge. She says there's the pastry shells, there's the lemon filling, and then there's the meringue. She's quite sure they can do all three. So why do they need a recipe? <laughs> Paul asks, where will they go wrong? And Prue says, if they don't blind bake, they'll be in trouble. They'll get a soggy bottom. Mm -hmm. And if there are any cracks in it, when they pour the filling in, it's going to run straight out. So what you want is a crisp meringue, but a soft sort of marshmallowy, but cooked middle. And the lemon filling is just so soft, but not, oh, but firm. Mm -hmm. It's a classic bake, and she expects them all to do well. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Also, Paul adds in, why did we make a taco last week? Right. <laughs> well, he didn't. But. 
Right. That's what I imagine was going through his head. <laughs> anyway, he said I'm, it. Yeah? He said it, right? Yeah, he said, "Why did we make a taco last week?" And he just looked out into the distance. <laughs> right, but I mean, but he set the technical last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when he went to Mexico and just recently came back, he's like, "We gotta make a taco." Right. That's the most baking related techno I can think of. <laughs> of all the things I've eaten there. Anyway, let's. let's okay. Let's go. All right. That's yeah. an episode in itself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, bottom three bakers. Unfortunately, last place is Shabira. At one point, she takes out her pie and she's like, oh, man, it is not done. It looks very pale. So she puts it back into the oven, which is like, that's what I would do with Shabira. Just throw it back in and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it doesn't work out well. She's mm-hmm. last place. <laughs> <laughs> During judging, the judges say her pie is too thick. The walls are too thick and it's clumsy. Also at the bottom, it's soggy and it's raw. And they... Ultimately, surmises to say that she didn't do enough blind baking of the the pie tart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So unfortunate so for Shabira, last place. Next to last place in seventh place, we have Dawn. At one point, we notice that Dawn is very frustrated about this bake, and she tells us that she normally makes this for her friends, like almost every week, <laughs> and they love it. And they say it's one of her best bakes. But she's very disappointed at the end of her bake because she says, this is one of the worst lemon meringue tarts I've ever made. So it's like, it's frustrating when you know you're good at something. You get into the tent and it's the worst time you've ever made that one thing, which happens a lot in Bake Off. It must be the pressure, right? Yeah, I think it is the pressure. So during judging, the judges say that her her lemon meringue is kind of a mess. The pastry shell fell apart and there's not a lot of filling. Paul's like, where's the filling? I don't know where the filling is. That was really weird. It was weird. I was like, did she eat it? But they they all get the... <laughs> did she taste that's too much of it? They all get the same ingredients, right? They do. Although it's kind of tricky because like they get a certain amount of eggs. Right. And eggs are used in different elements of it. So right. like maybe she like put too much egg in one thing or something. Because hmm. for lemon meringue, um, you would need egg whites, right? Mm-hmm. To make the meringue. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe she put too much egg into like the, the crust. Hmm. Anyway, that's unfortunate for Don. Yeah. And then in sixth place, uh, third last place, we have Carol. During judging, they, <laughs> the judges say that her shell is a mess, it's cracked. The moraine is nice. However, overall, everything is very soggy. Mm. So, yeah, bottom three. All right. Before we get to the top three, let's go over the rest of the bakers. In fifth place was Kevin. Mm. And then in fourth place was Sandra. And third place was Maxie. Mm-hmm. So during judging, Paul said that the meringue isn't as high as it should be. Prue says it's got a lovely crisp bottom, which means it's had a proper blind baking. Paul says that it's nice, it tastes good, and the textures are all right. So really good for Maxi again. And in second place, we have Abdul. Prue says that it, that it looks the base as if the base was cracked, which it was, but it wasn't leaking, yeah. which was good for him. Mm-hmm. And... Paul said that it holds well. It's got a great base on it. Prue said that it looks really luscious, the lemon. It's not too thick. It's just holding. Paul said it's very tart as well. And then Prue said it's just a pity about the crack. So even though it cracked, they still gave him second. Yeah, Abdul's starting off really strong this episode. Yeah, Paul said it's pretty good, actually. It's just a little bit broken up. So all things considered, really good. Yeah. That leaves first place, Yanush. No stranger. Yeah, Yanush. 
Paul says that the shell's good. Prue says that she quite likes the mad waves on top. <laughs> His meringue was uh, kind of spiky. <laughs> the crust looks perfectly baked or properly baked and that it's a nice billowy meringue. Paul says, wow, look at that filling. Very good. That's a really good lemon meringue pie. Mm. And at the very end, Prue says that this was a perfect lemon meringue pie. High praise. High praise. At the end of the round, we hear from some of our bakers. Yunyu says the method was make the pie. So he was going to like make the pie. He made the pie and he won the pie. Great. <laughs> I love Yunush. We hear from Carol. She said dessert week is not going too well. Sixth in the technical, but she wasn't last. So that's one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was definitely last in the signature though. Mm-hmm. I would say. But she was ahead of Don. Dun, 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 dun. All right. <laughs> we hear from Shabira. She says, nightmare come true. Note to herself next time. Even if you don't like it, just eat it. All of the British, very traditional classic desserts. <laughs> <laughs> so a little more homework from Shabira yeah. could take her to the next level. Or too much homework. Right. Mm. Then we finally hear from Don. She says, she's fuming. She's absolutely beep. And she actually beeps herself. Like she says, absolutely beep fuming it wasn't a sensor beep it was her beeping herself yeah. <laughs> she's made about 500 she reckons in her life so she's just mad with herself that's a lot of pies to at yeah. the moment where you need to come up with the pie of your life it doesn't happen so i feel for her it's frustrating yeah all right let's do the showstopper let's for the showstopper of desserts week the bakers are task week Making a hidden surprise mousse dessert. It must contain at least dessert, three dessert elements, one which should be baked. So the other two could be like a taco, I guess. Right. <laughs> the bakers get four and a half hours to make their hidden surprise mousse desserts. Uh, we get some notes from Paul and Prue. They say they want to see magic. And that the most difficult part of this is the surprise, um, which should be in every slice. So they want a surprise in every slice. And they say this will all be about the use of gelatin. The gelatin must be stable. However, too much gelatin will be rubbery and unpleasant. Mm. Dot, dot, dot. Mm. <laughs> so first up we have is uh, Abdul. Abdul is making a little galaxy mousse dessert, which is, the concept is really cool. It's um, kind of like a mousse cake. And the glaze is like this galaxy glaze. Mm-hmm. And there's like planets all around it. Mm-hmm. The blackberry mousse is the flavor of the mirror glaze. Inside, there's like little cake pop planets that when you cut into it, you can see like a little planet. There's also an almond crunch on the inside and a user curd on the outside. Mm. Presentation-wise, after he's done, this thing looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That thing was shiny. <laughs> yeah, super shiny. <laughs> Um, no, also kind of says like, oh, there's like a, a space battle because uh, Sandro is making like that earth. Mm-hmm. And then Abdul cracks him and says, well, technically space is different from the earth. <laughs> Which I was like, mm. that's very true. Technically space and the earth, very different. I mean, the earth is in space, but aren't we all in space? Aren't we all just stardust? <laughs> <laughs> Don't <Wow>. judging. <laughs> The judges say that this is one of the best mirror glazes that they've ever seen. The planets look cool. And the blackberry mousse looks very good. After they bite into it, though, you can see kind of Paul thinking. And then Abdul's like, oh, no. (laughs) He looks very critical. 
So Paul says the blackberry mousse, lovely. The yuzu, there's too much gelatin. The taste of the blackberry mousse is good. However, the texture after eating the whole thing is like rubber. It's a shame because it's way too firm. Um, and then they remarked that it's a work of art on the outside, but mm-hmm. not very good on the inside. Mm-hmm. So I think Abdul was in line for Starbaker up until this point. Mm-hmm. He was in line for Starbaker up until they tasted it because when this thing came out, it looked amazing, but mm-hmm. too much gelatin, just like how they mentioned earlier, kind of yeah. ruined everything for him. Yeah. All right, up next we have Carol. She's making strawberry fields. Forever. She'll be making red and green velvet sponges to form her strawberry surprise. Green velvet cake. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever had a blue velvet cake? No, have you? No, but I'm like, what are velvet cakes? Wait, can you have all all of the color velvet? Rainbow velvet cake. Yeah. Ooh. All right. All right. It'll be encased in strawberry and chocolate mousses. She's using 30 leaves of gelatin. 30. She says she doesn't want it to go splodge. Paul says she <laughs> also doesn't want it to fall on the floor and hit the ceiling like a football. Because it's too rubbery. Yeah. <laughs> During judging, Paul says that it looks very 70s. Carol had a little bit of difficulties, but I didn't think it looked terrible. Like I thought it looked actually decent. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. When they cut into it, Prue says, wow, that's a strawberry. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this. The, the surprise in the middle for Carol's bake was really strong. Yeah. Like some of the bakers when you cut in, I thought it was questionable what yeah, we'll talk identifying about, we'll talk about what dogs they were, right? right? After this, yeah. Even Abdul's like planets, I mean... They're just circles, <laughs> right? I mean, come that's, on. That's planets, though. <laughs> I know, but you, it could have been, it could have been yeah. like bouncy ball, or it could have been, you know, right? Bath bombs. <laughs> All right. Oh, but Carol's legit look like strawberry, right? Yeah, and that's okay. why Prue was like a strawberry. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to be called strawberry, though. That's insulting. <laughs> no. yeah. All right, Paul. <laughs> Paul says that the strawberry mousse is fantastic. Fantastic. The chocolate one, though, is too gelatinous. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the word of the day for gelatinous. me. Gelatinous. Gelatinous. Yeah. Prue says both bits of the cake are a bit tough. So <clears throat> a little bit rough, but I felt like Carol hit the mark of the challenge. Yeah. For the most part. Unfortunately, up to this point, she was doing very bad. Very bad. Okay. Okay. We're going to have a debate at the end of this, <laughs> maybe. Uh, next maybe. up, we have Don. Don's making a woodland mousse dessert, which contains what's supposed to be a raspberry mousse toadstool on the inside. And when you cut into it, you see this raspberry mousse toadstool. Mm-hmm. There's also a hazelnut de croix, lemon jelly flowers, and uh, lime yogurt mousse. You're also supposed to have like little mushrooms on top. And the reason I say supposed to, because all the elements that she tried to do, they're not very visible. You can't really tell what they are after she's done with the bake. She is kind of upset with it, too. The, during judging, Dawn looks pretty dejected. She says that her uh, her bake did not turn out looking sharp as how she wanted to. The judges remarked they can't see the toadstool on the inside when they cut into it. They also can't see the flowers that she decorated around it. And you can barely tell that there's mushrooms around it. It just kind of looked like very messy and just like uh, under underbaked mm. um, elements on the outside that they didn't look like 
things that they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, after they bite into it, though, they say the sharpness of the jelly is delicious. The mousse is creamy and good. And the dequois is very tasty. They say that, unfortunately, um, there's no real surprise into it. Because when they cut into it, they don't see the toadstool. Mm. But I think the general gist of this judging was that her bake looked a mess. It did not look great. It was terrible looking, mm-hmm. you can say. Mm-hmm. But on the inside, it tasted great. Mm-hmm. So, very mixed judging here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have Yanush. Yanush is making cake within a cake surprise. What? You mean you put a cake into my cake? At first, I was thinking, like, when you cut open a cake, it's always cake inside. <laughs> it's cake. I mean, unless you that's take true. out the cake right. and put something. Right. Like, typically, if you just have a regular cake and you cut it open. Yanush, I could do that. Like, what else is inside? Cake, right? Yeah, I mean, what else? Yeah, you're right. Unless it's, like, one of those confetti cakes or something. But maybe like the surprise is that there's, I don't know. There's cake inside. Okay. Taco. A taco. <laughs> <With> tacos. <laughs> All right. Yanusha's cake will feature red and white whipped cream to represent icing and cherry. It'll be surrounded by chocolate mousse and chocolate sponge. It is cool, though, because it actually is the cake inside the cake is shaped like a cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. It has these reddish, like, pink drops with, like, it's the same kind of drip that he had before last was it last week, right? Yeah, he's always coming through he's with the drip. He's got drip. Always yeah. coming through. <laughs> and they had these pastel polka dots on the side. It was really nice. And then some colorful piping on top. So, again, just really, it looked really good. Yanush never fails on presentation. It did. Yeah. And when you cut into it, it did have a really cool looking <laughs> cupcake in the middle. Yeah. I thought. During judging, Paul says it could have been a bit more colorful, sarcastically. Because this, because <laughs> this thing had all the colors on it. Yeah, Prue says, "Goodness, look at that!" Thinks it's beautiful. Paul says, "You can see the cupcake with the cherry as well on top." Prue loves the colors. We know Prue's down with the colors. If you've ever seen her wardrobe, yeah. If you ever she, seen Prue, she does it well. <laughs> you know right? She's down with the colors. Yeah, she does it well. Yeah. Paul says that the chocolate cake is beautiful and the chocolate mousse is delicious. It's really light. Mm. Very good. Yep. So, overall, Yanush. Doing well. Another yeah. another one. Really another good. one. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Kevin. Kevin's making his What the Dog Dog cake, which looks very cool in conception. Um, he makes like a little, like a pet miniature of his dog on top. And the dog looks very cute. And then there's like little piles of dirt, <laughs> which is, you know, actually um, like mousse and chocolate mousse. Mm-hmm. And then there's little like carrot all around. And then the surprise on the inside is actually shaped like a like a bone. When you cut into it, you see the shape of a bone. There's uh, creme mousseline on the inside of this because along with a vanilla sponge bone. So conceptually, this thing looked very cool. I was like, Kevin, Bake Off loves dogs, so you, you're doing it right, man. <laughs> <laughs> he also said he, he didn't have like a bone cutter. So he told no, he used a gingerbread man. But when he was doing it in his garden, it looked like a chalk outline of a dead body, <laughs> which is funny. Oh, my gosh. Uh, during judging, the judges agree that it looks very amazing. Prue's like, it's just so funny. And then when they cut into the, the cake and there's a bone into it, they're like, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. This is very funny. Funny bone. Yeah. Uh, they say the cake is a little bit tough. However, the chocolate mousse is heaven. And Paul says, there's a very punchy banana. And he's like, my favorite word of this season is punch. But, yeah. 
Uh, overall, Kevin did very well when he kind of saved himself with the showstopper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't doing well up to, until this point, but now he's doing okay. Mm-hmm. He hasn't quite found his stride. No. We'll see what happens. I, hope I mean, it's episode five already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't want to peak too soon. Right. All right. Up next, we have Maxie. She's making sunset surprise. Her Swiss roll sun will glow amidst lemon curd and vanilla and strawberry mousses. We find that this challenge is the first time she has ever made mousse. Mm. So interesting. Yeah. A lot of firsts here. During judging, Prue says that she absolutely loves the look of it. It's so exuberant. Paul says that he sees the sunset in there. It's perfect. Then Prue says, so now it just has to taste good. And then Paul tells us that the lemon curd is too gelatinous. Uh-oh. But Prue says that the mousses are absolutely beautiful. Mm. All right. Let's talk about this really quick. It's really good looking from the outside. Mm-hmm. When you cut into it, it's like a roll. Yeah. Like, how? I mean. It, it could have been something else. How you can interpret that as the sun's <laughs> a sunset? Well, a sun is just a circle, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you did not know what the name of it was, and somebody cut that in half, and you looked at it, what would you th- have thought? It's a circle. <laughs> you would have just thought it's cake. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like Anoush, who did amazing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm just saying some some of the bakers yeah. had really defined. Yeah, no, I see what items you're in at. the middle, yeah. and some of them it was just like a had good marketing. It's just a shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the marketing was great on this. Marketing department did really well. <laughs> <laughs> not to knock, I mean, I'm not saying it was terrible or anything. It was yeah. as true to Maxie's form. You know, it looked really good, but yeah. as part of the challenge, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so next up we have Sandro. Sandro is going for it. He's he's making something called, it's a moose world, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so he's making the earth. On the on the outside, there's like um, moose, and it's supposed to like, like represent the seven continents, which is very ambitious. And then on the inside, he's actually trying to make accurate layers of the earth, because you know the earth has layers. Mm. <laughs> there's a lemon sponge. That's like the core. There's Prosecco fruit jelly that's a layer outside of it. And then white chocolate mousse. And also panna cotta. And Sandro is really going for it. Because when he's describing this bake to the judges, they're like, this is very difficult. Paul says, structurally, this is very difficult. And Prue says she doesn't have a huge amount of confidence about this bake. <laughs> but however, Sandro has been pulling off everything he's been doing. So she thinks uh, if you can do it, Sandro, it'll be great. So during judging... They say his cake looks amazing. And also there's like a little island and he put his, like his face on the island. He's <laughs> yeah. like, that's Sandro Island, which I think is very funny. Yeah. Sandro Island. Yeah, that was cool. And they say it's absolutely astonishing that he was able to do that design with moose. So he's very good with moose, just like me in high school. Oh. Yeah, and my hair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they say the chocolate mousse is perfect after they eat it. The textures are perfect. Good design, well thought through. Almost a handshake, I felt like. <laughs> so two almost handshakes, is that five points for me? No, that works. No. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately. Nice try. So let me just get this straight. The surprise of his 
bake was the core of the earth. Yeah. But like layers of the earth. Like it's scientifically accurate. There's like an inner layer, an outer layer, and the core. It's like, you know, science 101. <laughs> oh, okay. Just checking. Okay. Last but not least, we have Shabira. She's making her B positive. Yeah. <laughs> Shabira's doubling down again on melon. Melon. Last time she doubled down on corn. <laughs> this time she's doubling down on melon. She picks her battles. Yeah. She's using the subtle mel- melon flavor for the second time in dessert week. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on subtle. Mm. Today she's availing her artificial essence for a more natural taste. Yeah. The top will feature jelly and a biscuit bee. Mm-hmm. Inside there's a surprise of sponge bees and plus signs. Sponge bee square pants. Yeah, she has a joke of what's a bee's blood type? B positive. I just now realized what the plus signs are. (laughs) When I was watching it, I was like, what is that all about? Yeah. That took me a minute. It makes sense now. Uh Hmm. Did you get it right away? I'm sure you did. Yeah. All right. Kind of did. Just me. (laughs) Okay, when she's putting everything together, unfortunately, her biscuit B is broken. Into a lot, a lot of pieces. <laughs> you just had a very hard sentence. There. Okay, three times fast. Go. Biscuit, biscuit beer was broken. Biscuit beer was broken. Biscuit beer is broken. Man, you are really good at that. <laughs> all right. When she tries to take it to the freezer, all of the fe- pieces like move yeah, around because it's, it's in a it's in like a gelatin that hasn't set yet. Yep. Then she gets toothpicks and tries to like piece it all back together mm-hmm. <laughs> before she puts it in. Yep. Which it kind of works, but does it? During judging, Paul says that this is, it's sort of lost its way on the top, hasn't it? The template she has on top. Nevertheless, he thinks it's very sweet. So it it just quite didn't come together uh-huh. the way that she wanted to. Unfortunate. Yeah. Priest said that the textures of the mousses are perfect, but overall the flavors could be a little stronger. Yeah. Paul says the, <laughs> Paul says the melon, he cannot hunt any flavor on the mousse. <laughs> she went really overboard in the signature with the watermelon and with the show shop showstopper they're going where's the flavor yeah she overcorrected <sighs> unfortunate yeah yeah so that, that's uh all the bakes for the showstopper we hear only from two of the bakers we only hear from don and carol don says they did like the flavors that was the only positive and then carol says have i done enough to stay it's 50 50 dot 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 we got a judges round table they say the showstoppers overall looked good and some of them had weird textures, especially with the gelatin. They say Abdul's cake on one end looked amazing but tasted awful. <laughs> but on the other end, Don's cake looked awful but tasted amazing. They say Sandro did well. He got the design and flavor rights. Yanush is also in line for Starbaker. They said Carol's in trouble. She didn't have a good week. Don is a good baker but messed up on little things and she's also in trouble. Also, Shabira failed this week on flavors because Paul told her to. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to results. Um, they announced Star Baker, and for the first time, it's not Maxi or Yanush, it's Sandro. Sandro. Yeah. He's the, he is the story and the hero of this episode, I must say. Team M, Sandro. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, they have to send somebody home. And it looks like it's been between Carol, Don, and Shabira. Is it? No, it's it, it's pretty much between Don and Carol, I think. And then they send home Carol, which is unfortunate. So, 
compost Carol is out of the competition. Mm. Carol says, I'm very proud of myself, as you should be. I've come here to achieve something when I'm older. Even to walk through the tent is a great achievement. Those bakers are a great bunch of people. And then we hear from Sandro. <laughs> Sandro says, I thought, th- I thought Star Baker was going to keep bouncing between Yunush and Maxi <laughs> for Team Q. <laughs> okay. He says, I'm going to fish myself every week because now I've got Star Baker. I've tasted it and I love it. It's <laughs> hmm. a funny way to end the episode. And next week is Halloween week, which is very exciting. Hmm. Yeah. Looking forward to Halloween week. Let me ask you really quick before we move on. Uh-huh. Did you feel that Carol was the correct choice? It could have been Don. Although they said that Don's cake tasted amazing. I thought Carol might have like did a good job of the showstopper, but she was technically the worst in like signature. And she was one step ahead in the technical. Yeah, so it's like it's very close between those two. But we always talk about how we think that the showstopper carries more weight than the other two. This time it didn't. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, like the narrative they said in the beginning, Paul was like, don't mess up this week. And then mm-hmm. she messed up like pretty much the signature and the technical. And I think at that point, like it was very hard for her to she had to have an amazing showstopper to dig herself out of that. That when they cut into the middle of her cake and you saw a strawberry. Yeah. There was no question. <laughs> but then when they cut into the middle of uh like Don's cake and then they're like we can't see anything <laughs> but it tasted amazing I don't know it must have been a hard call I hope it was a hard call because it seemed like it was going to be a hard call I think it all comes back to the comments that Paul made to Don Paul earlier he has like narratives show. that he's like you know mm-hmm. storylines that he's putting on the bakers hmm. yeah alright alright shall we get into our segments let's funniest moment of the week so I have to go with Don's showstopper when she said that the surprise is there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. How about for you? I'm with Kevin this week. Oh. The, his uh, chalk outline of a dead guy. <laughs> and his uh, his cake was kind of funny. A tiny dead guy. Like, yeah, a tiny dead guy. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be a bone. It looks like it's a chocolate line of a dead guy. That's, That's funny. funny. What was your favorite bake of the episode? I'm going to go with Shabira's watermelon. You know, that's a strong contender for me, too. I just like the way, even though it may not have tasted great. I'm okay with watermelon essence. I think that it, it just looks so cool. Like, I would have never even thought of doing that. Yeah, like, you know, taro ice cream. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Available at Trader Joe's. <laughs> I don't, wait, do they have that at Trader Joe's? They do? No? Yeah, they do. They do? Yeah, right, they do. Okay. I'll go with Sandro's uh, Earth. No. I want to taste all the layers of Earth. Ooh. Yeah, give me that moose. Uh, give me give me a piece of that Sandro Island. Tastes like, <laughs> taste like dirt. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Didn't Noel pull Sandro out of his ear? Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of weird because you saw that bit and then later it was also on the earth. Yeah, I was like, is that sanity? Yeah. Are yeah. <laughs> yeah. those ears clean? I don't know, man. Maybe. Fantasy update. Fantasy update. All right. You well, got a star baker. I did. But unfortunately, based on how they ranked <laughs> in the technical, 
you still earn the same amount of points as I did, <laughs> even though I had the 10-point bonus. <laughs> so your team of Maxi, Abdul, Don, and Yanush, you have four bakers left yeah. with a total of 176, uh-huh. are leading my team of just Sandro, Kevin, and Shabira with 155. So, Sandro's coming up, though. And Shabira, she's going to pull out something very good one week. And Kevin is going to peak on week 11. <laughs> so, <laughs> Poor Kevin. Maybe from his own home. But More dog bakes, Kevin. More dog bakes. That's your sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. What can we do for Halloween dogs? A dog dressed up as a vampire. Uh, Cujo. Oh, yeah. It's like there's a bake of a car and a ravenous dog on the yeah. <laughs> That's very good. All right, prediction time. We're halfway through the season. Yeah. Last week, we were off. You had Shabira for Star Baker and Kevin going home. Mm-hmm. I had, I don't know, someone named Carol as Star Baker. <laughs> <laughs> and Maxie going home. Yeah. I, I was swinging for the fences there. Yeah, I don't know about that one. That was a weird choice. <laughs> All right, who you got, Star Baker, this week? Or Halloween week? Yeah. Shabira. James? I got Shabira. Oh, James. Okay. I, I agree with you on that one. So you have Shabira? Yeah. And who's going home this week? Don. Really? Yeah. She almost went home this week. You're picking one of your own. Yeah, I have to. Okay. I cannot pick... I basically don't have enough people on my... T- uh, okay. Kevin. <laughs> the Kevin Starbaker? Kevin Starbaker. Uh-huh. Vampire Dog. Kevin. It's going to bust out of Cujo. Kevin also could go home. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you're hedging your bets here. (laughs) Okay. To go home, I'm going to say, gosh, everybody's so strong on your team. (laughs) Like, literally, everyone's so strong on your team. I I think Don might be the weak link in my team. All right. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to stick with... You're not going to say Maxi, are you? I was going to say Shabira, actually, for some weird reason. Because I picked her for Star Maker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's never worked for me yet. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Kevin. Okay. Kevin yeah. and Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you can do that. All right. All right. Well, that is our episode for this week. I'm glad it was a normal week in the tent. Glad to see Bake Off return to form. A lot of visuals this yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, listener, viewer. Yeah, listeners, um, downloads and viewership, or is, do we say viewership? Listenership? Listenership <laughs> has been very good. So we want to thank all it. you guys for listening and tuning in to talk about Bake Off. If, uh, yeah, if you have any comments for us, uh, you can contact us at Quick Mix Podcast on Instagram. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening.